Hello, guys, and welcome back for another episode of Spill the D. I am Gina, one of your co-hosts, and I'm joined, as always, with my jovial co-host, Sabrina. An interesting name. <laughs> Sabrina? I mean, I think it's kind of cute. It's, it's different. You don't hear it all the time, but, like, it's not different to where you're like, oh, that's weird. We are here today to talk about Christmas inside Walt Disney World Resort. I love Christmas. I'm excited. Happy Christmas, Harry. How long have you been waiting to say it? Oh, I say it every day. I literally walk into work. I put Christmas music on our Echo. I say, Happy Christmas. Everybody gets mad at me. They tell me it's November. They turn it off. And I just jump around with my Christmas earrings. <laughs> they say bah humbug to you. That's rude. Merry Christmas, everybody. We are big fans of honestly all holidays, I feel like. But celebrate is something I'm there for. I agree. I do agree. Vacations and holidays, they're my big things. Christmas is my number one though. So I'm pumped. So before we get started talking about Disney Christmas. Let's do some Disney news. Would you like to go first? Sure. The Soren over California, which is the original Soren screen projection, is back at Disneyland for their food and wine. They have their own food and wine time, as well as like different. I don't, it's not the same as Epcot. It's its own thing. It kind of feels more like a, if you were like in a city kind of food and wine, not like Epcot, here are your countries, goodbye. Yeah, it's like kind of thrown throughout their park. Yeah, they did this last year as well, because I remember they had just stopped Soaring Over California right before we went. <laughs> well, their food and wine is also significantly shorter than the food and wine at Epcot. So that makes a big difference on it, too. But I do like that they bring back Soarin' Over California for it. You get to smell the orange groves. I know. Yes. And hear my whole family. I'm not going to do it because my nose is very stuffy. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the original Soarin' that was originally brought to California when Soarin' opened and then brought to Walt Disney World. As we talked about a few weeks ago during the happiest celebration on Earth, they brought it over to Epcot before changing it to Soarin' Over the World. So it's very rarely brought back, literally once a year in California. And if you want to see it, time's coming up. Yeah, I used to look forward to writing Soarin' all the time when it was this overlay. I feel like with the world one, like now I just have my my Tourette's. I just point out things and then mm -hmm. we over. Like I don't look forward to it, I guess. Interesting. I just wait for the elephant smell. Yeah, I like that. I just feel like the scenes are so, like, real high quality and not, like, that homey feel that, like, Soarin' Over California was kind of, like, filmy. Mm -hmm. It felt like I was there versus, like, just seeing things. See, I always just feel like they're kind of missing the mark on it because, or they're missing a big opportunity because I just feel like they have the technology to make it different almost every time. And not even every time, but, like, Maybe even just, like, three different ones, and you can either pick which one you go to, or you don't know which one you're getting, and and it could be different parts of the world, or different, maybe one just America, like, different things like that, and I just, it baffles me that, that they haven't done it yet. Yeah. I don't want to say that they haven't pitched it yet. I'm sure it's been pitched before, but it baffles me that it hasn't been done. I agree. It also doesn't really feel like we're flying over it. It feels like, like, soaring over California felt like we were, like, the drone. 
versus like the world one kind of feels like it's like a video taken that we're watching interesting okay doesn't feel like we're supposed to be there versus like when you can like see the kayakers like they mm. like, I guess there's more people maybe that's what it's I'm a little more personal for you that's what's going on yeah because I feel like I'm flying in it but that's I think because of the the way that they have the seats like bump like when you go over the waterfall and you feel that like oh yeah I hope I the mic picked up the, the sound. <laughs> I really think that's the sound of the the thing like actually shaking us it could be it definitely could be because it's so loud at that point so disney has filed a patent i have trouble saying that word i'm sorry if that sounded ridiculous guys i really tried to just like sound it out it is a patent that looks as though it's for a moana boat ride which we're thinking is the one that's supposed to be taking over dino land and animal kingdom all of this is speculation. It's just what's going around right now in the Walt Disney World news. We don't actually know. They drew Moana and Maui on it. And it's a weird mix of, like, a boat ride and, like, flight of passage kind of thing. Like, it's like also a simulation. There's no fact on anything of what is going to happen with this patent. And they can file this patent and it yeah it has the picture of Moana and Maui drawn onto it but they can make it a little mermaid ride like nothing is set in stone but there's a possibility of a boat ride coming to Animal Kingdom a second one to Navi <laughs> so there we go it's gonna be like a mix of Navi and Flight of Passage based off the patent if they make it 3D I'm going to punch someone <laughs> I don't think it'll be 3D but I do think that it's gonna make people sick I agree because it's still going to be like a freestanding boat on the water, but then like somehow it's going to move with this stuff too. So like that's just like a seasick person's worst nightmare. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully they come up with something fast because that sounds interesting. It has my attention. I still don't really understand the point of it going into Animal Kingdom. I don't know. I also have the unpopular opinion of Moana was a little bit overrated when it came out. So I think that there's other movies, but I don't know. I find it odd that they're doing like Moana and Epcot and then they're also bringing her to like why that's everything in Epcot or everything in Animal Kingdom. Like why are you splitting up the land see that's what i mean by the overrated thing because i thought it was a decent movie but it's not as good as the amount of stuff they're about to put in the parks when there's yeah. so many other movies hmm. i don't know i guess we'll see what happens ricky ricky other not so great news is disney genie decided to bump up its price to 29 dollars on thanksgiving weekend yay surge pricing that's crazy can you imagine a family of four? I can't even imagine for myself. <laughs> no. Because, like, I can justify $15 for myself or for me and one other person. Like, even maybe a family of four for one day. I can't justify $29 per person for a family of four. You gotta really want it. That bothers me so much. Like, they should just keep it the same because there's more people going versus, like, off-season, it should be $29. Not that I'm saying it should be $29, but I'm saying, like, there's less people, make it more money, and then when there's more people, make it less money. Well, they make it 29 in the hopes that less people will buy it to make it more worth it for the people that do, rather than just put a cap on it. Because they said that there wouldn't be a cap put on it. So they're like, oh, we'll just price people out of it, and if people still continue to buy it, cool, more money for us. See, like, this is, like, 
this is sneaky business, not verse, like not good business, you know, like, that's just like, I don't like that. I don't appreciate that. That's not very like family friendly. It's good business on an economical point, but it's not good business on a guest satisfaction point. Yeah. Which that's like 90%. The rest is 10%. Like, Bob, you're supposed to fix this, Bob. I know. It's going to be so interesting to see what he changes because so much of it, like Genie Plus was in the works before Bob Chapek became CEO. Yeah. Like Bob Iger was a part of that, but did he want the surge pricing? That we don't know. So we'll have to see what happens. I think it'll be a while before we see any drastic changes for the record. Which is Also, dope. did you know Bob Iger is 71 years old? He looks amazing. You know, I am so bad at guessing ages. There's a girl at my work that's my age, and I really thought she was, like, way younger. And then every other person that's like, oh, I'm 30, I'm like, what? (laughs) Bob Iger, he got me. The older I get, the harder it's getting, though, I will say. Like, people are starting to all look the same age. All their skincare. He has a 15-step skincare routine. (laughs) He must, because he looks phenomenal for 71 years old, considering he was the CEO of a company that was, like, Obviously put a crap ton of stress on you too. Go Bob Iger. Go you. There was a wedding vows to each other. And he was like, her 15 step skincare routine turned into our 15 step. <laughs> 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 Maybe it's his wife doing it. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Bob Iger 71. Bob Chapek is 62. And honestly, I think it looks reversed. I agree. Oh, man. So we will discuss it a little more when we get to it. Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. We're going to talk to you guys all about it in a little bit. But before we do, I feel like you guys should know as part of the news, it is sold out for 2022. That doesn't mean that they won't still sell tickets at the gate. Sometimes they do that. It's like very rare, but if you have nothing else to do, it never hurts to walk up and try. But online right now, it is sold out. Also, it's December when you're listening to this, so. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. They've already started. Like, it makes sense why it's sold out. And then last bit of news before we get into our Holly Jolly episode is that the Skyliner will be closed from January 22nd to the 29th for refurbishment, hopefully less crashes, (laughs) but then there will be buses available, so keep an eye out for that if you are there that week. If you plan on using the Skyliner. Or even just wanted to see it for the first time. It's your kid's favorite ride. I like to ride it at night when I can't see the ground. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Because You're I like kind of strapped like, in. At least the floor isn't glass, you know? Like that, I'm appreciative of that. That's fair. See, but me, like I personally wish that there was some with glass floors. I think that would be so cool. A lot of gondolas do that and it stresses me out. See, I would love that. A little note from our sponsor. like gong or noise that needs to go our podcast as you guys know is sponsored by 407 and beyond vacation co which is a disney and universal orlando travel agency 407 and beyond books and plans family vacations to destinations such as walt disney world universal disney cruise line disneyland and much more it does not cost extra to book with them their services are 100 free we love free Vacation planners help plan their clients' perfect family vacation, so all they have to do is show up, have fun, and create those family memories. You can start by getting a free, no-obligation quote at www.407vacations.com. 
Yeah, you can. So, let's have our Holly Jolly episode start. Let's talk about how to celebrate the season in Walt Disney World. Yes. So, Disney's season, I'm going to put air quotes around that, their Christmas time starts around the 11th of November to December 31st. They do put up decorations the day after Halloween, which is also when I put up decorations, but they don't officially start until the 11th for their Holly Jolly music and other stuff they kind of have like a i'm gonna call it like a soft opening before november 11th like the ride layovers they might start but they're not going to guarantee you that they're starting until the 11th the music might switch the decorations might switch all of that might be there but it's not guaranteed until the 11th and then all of the celebrations will go until december 31st they generally will go for about a week after the New Year's. But after that is when they kind of start taking it down. You'll see it kind of slowly come down. Sometimes it feels like it goes down overnight, depending on how big it is. Obviously, they're going to take down the whole tree in one go in Magic Kingdom. So different things will come down immediately. But it's usually about a week. There'll still be Christmas in Disney after the New Year. So if you plan that trip for the first week in January, you'll still get some Christmas. But towards the end of that week, they will start taking everything down. So should we start with Magic Kingdom? Yeah, let's start. Start, with- start yeah. fast? <laughs> start fast, finish early. Yes, Magic Kingdom is definitely what I think of when I think of Christmas at Disney. Which is so funny because I never realized that Magic Kingdom only decorates Main Street. I guess my brain just never processed it until I started thinking about Hollywood Studios and how more than just the front of the park is decorated. Yeah. How, like, the whole park is decorated for Christmas. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Magic Kingdom is really just Main Street. Like, you go in the other spots, and it's not Christmas. Yeah, I guess I never really thought of it. I mean, I really, mm-hmm. like, they do it the most on Main Street, though. So like, Oh, my God, know. yeah. It's almost like a little break when you go into tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God, that was a lot. Hold on, let's leave. And then we go yeah. back a lot there's a reason it's what everyone thinks of when they think of christmas and disney it's it's freaking gorgeous guys it's beautiful it smells good it looks good i don't really like the snope but something that everybody looks forward to i like the snope <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know snope is disney's version of snow it is little white bubbles basically it's little chunks of soap and it has been nicknamed Snope, and it gets stuck in your hair, and you can't eat it because it tastes really bad. You can't catch it on your tongue like a regular snowflake, but it just makes for such a magical experience for it to look like it's snowing on Main Street, and in other parks as well, but on Main Street, it's just so nice. So cute. Another thing down Main Street is the Dapper Dans come out and do their holiday tunes, which I've never seen them. When I read this somewhere, I was sh- I'm shocked. I've never oh seen- yeah, they have their holiday attire on. Yeah, they look so cute. I guess I've never been on Main Street like for their performance because I was like, what? <laughs> I love it. I love the way that they change them for every season, and they're just so talented. They are. So Dapper Dance is the barbershop quartet that you'll see on Main Street, and they come out and like Seb said, they sing those holiday tunes. It's great. They're so, they like smile the whole time. They look at you. So I get finger guns sometimes, you know. Like, <laughs> hey, you, staring at me. We're making eye contact. 
Yeah, they're definitely worth seeing. Also on Main Street, there are holiday projections on the castle. In years past, they actually did holiday lights, and they would have a show with Elsa and Anna and Olaf. And Elsa would freeze the castle, and it was these white icicle lights. And it was so freaking cool. It happened at 6.32 every night. The castle would light up. <laughs> Literally my first thought, 6.32. 6.32. It's how you know you worked at the Polynesian, because we could we would see the castle at 6.32. Kids yeah. thought we were so magical, because we'd be like, three, two, one. <laughs> we'd be like, kids, you want to see a cool trick? Boom. And then they'd look over the castle, and it'd be lit up, and they'd be like, what? what mom my life was magic <laughs> but they stopped doing this i think because of the 50th decorations they would be in the way so maybe when the 50th decorations are gone they'll bring this back although the projections that they now put on the castle are really cool they make it look like it's an ugly sweater they just do like red and greens and golds like it's really cool what they put on the castle now so you can check that out they do little projections on it it's really nice and it makes it really fun to look at so, like we talked about with the news, Mickey's not so scary. Mickey's very merry Christmas party. <laughs> Mickey's not so scary Christmas party. <laughs> Mickey's very merry Christmas party is sold out for this year, but they do once upon a Christmas time parade, as well as Mickey's most merriest celebration castle stage show. Oh my god. You got Mickey's this. You're doing so good. <laughs> and Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks. So they do all of those stuff. The only things that you can see outside of the party are about the last week, right as Christmas is happening. Maybe this year from like the 23rd to the 31st. That's mm -hmm. just kind of like a, a rumor of time. It's not like definite yet. Um, you can actually see the parade. The fireworks and the stage show are only at the party. And in sad news, the park is already sold out from the 24th to the 31st. However, Disney has been known with this new reservation system to randomly just drop more openings. So just because it's sold out now doesn't mean it's still going to stay sold out. If you want to go, you can keep looking. Also, park hopping after two, you might be able to get in. So there's still a chance that you will be able to see the Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade. It's a really cute parade. It is cute. You can also see it at the Disney special. I don't know what they're calling it this year. It's like a holiday special they do every year on Christmas morning. So like you can see it on TV. I know it's not the same in person, but it's still fun. <laughs> yeah. You get to watch from your with your Christmas tree. It's nice. In your pajamas. Yes. Like cream on. <laughs> so Mickey is very merry Christmas party, like Seb said. It is sold out, but I do want to touch on it. It is something very nice to consider if you're listening to this episode in 2023 and you went back and found it. This party is awesome. It's a little expensive. It's more expensive than the not-so-scary Halloween party. But honestly, it's so, so fun. And there's complimentary cookies and hot chocolate and apple eggnog. cider and eggnog like all these drinks all around that you can go and get they also give out the christmas tree cakes or they used to at least i don't know what's going to be happening this year and yeah. next year but they used to give those out and those are delicious you get to see characters in christmas attire and there are ride overlays space mountain at christmas time is one of the coolest things ever 
they make all of the stars red and green instead of just the white stars and they play Christmas music. Like fast Christmas music. It was so cool. It's that one song. What's the song? Oh, I don't know. Wizards in Winter. You know what I'm talking about. You have to play it. I've been listening to Christmas music all morning. Oh. God, building right here. Okay, so like guys, just imagine that song while riding Space Mountain. It really does feel like that is the perfect song to match up with how I'm feeling on Space Mountain. Yeah, I agree. I don't actually remember if that's the exact song they play, but like that's what goes through my mind when I remember it. <laughs> it's like that's what I remember it as. Maybe they have their own version of it. I don't know, but whatever. They also have a Christmas-themed teacups. Like, these are things that you can literally only do during the Christmas party. So it is really, really worth it. It's a great experience. The shows that they have are awesome. The parade is amazing. The fireworks are awesome. And, yeah, you can see the fireworks from outside the park if you go to the Polynesian Grand Floridian, but, like, being there and seeing the projections too it's just a really good time and the christmas party i have to say is so worth it yeah oh man those fireworks are really cool i really like them they also have the jingle cruise however this is something that you can do all day every day in magic kingdom at christmas time which is so nice one of my dcp roommates she worked at the seas one of the girls that was there is that now a skipper. Fun. Isn't that so cool? We were talking about like our dream roles and she was like, yeah, she got her dream role as being a skipper. And I was like, what? That's fun. I would love that role. I can't handle public speaking in that sense. So that would be well. That's funny. And it's hard trying to make people laugh all day. I'm sure you just get used to like, if they don't, they don't. That's true. Like you're not hurt. Yeah. It's a lot of effort, though, you know? Probably exhausting. It's a relationship. It's also, like, for an extrovert, like, I would feed off that. I'd get yeah. to just talk to people all day. So, like, but the Jingle Cruise is the Jungle Cruise, but with a Christmas overlay. So it is literally everything is Christmas-themed, and the jokes that they tell on the Jungle Cruise become Christmas-themed jokes. And it's so funny. It is so funny. It's so cute, too. It's so good. So good. Hopefully the weather is like colder this year for, for everybody. So you're not sweating at a Christmas party. <laughs> I mean, when I went in December, it was like mid-December and I was wearing my pajama onesie the whole time and I was comfortable. I think I walked in with it like unzipped and tied around my waist and I, I had like a t-shirt on and I like threw it over it. I had like the time it got dark. So yeah. And with the Christmas parties, it's the same as a Halloween party. It won't start till like, 7, but you can get it around 4. Like, there's a lot of reasons why these are worth it. So, if it's something you're considering for your Christmas time trip to Disney, I recommend it. It's just so, it's so nice. Like, down Main Street, you can go look at, like, Christmas merch in all the stores and it just, it smells better. I don't know why. I think it's the same smell, but it just has Christmas decorations while you're smelling things. It's magical. The tree is freaking huge. Definitely very cool. 
I love all the the merch for this year for Christmas. Yeah, I think it, I think it's cute. I haven't bought anything yet. I was a big fan of 2019. Of yeah, that was good too. 2019 was the year they did the Mickey's Tree Farm and like everything was themed like that. And, and I really liked and it. And they have good gingerbread stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it, I haven't. I feel like they haven't had that in a while. Like the Oh Snap stuff. Yeah. The gingerbread ears, those really fuzzy ears. I think those are the start of like the fuzzy. Mm-hmm. The Sherpa. Yeah. Not a fan of the joy that they have this year. They just wrote joy on a bunch of things and it looks funny. Yeah. But then, yeah, you look at inflation prices and a sweater that would be in 2019, like 70 bucks is like 129 <laughs> Or even just the ears getting raised another $5. So take your pick. It's part of life. We take it and move on. We decide if we want the ears or not. Are they worth the extra $5 to you? In Magic Kingdom, you'll walk away without it. In any other park where you can have alcohol, you walk away with it. <laughs> you'll buy five pairs of ears. You get financially drunk and you buy those ears. <laughs> there you go. That's how you do it. All right. So moving on to Animal Kingdom. Yes. This one is a very, very underrated park. I think it's my second favorite park at Christmas time. I don't know what my favorite. I think there's little bits of each park that if I put them together, that would be my favorite park. Hollywood Studios is my favorite park at Christmas time. 100%. Yeah. And then I'm torn between Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom for number two. Interesting. Magic Kingdom is just so beautiful. The way they do it is just gorgeous. But like Animal Kingdom just has so many little details. Like, they have classic Christmas music playing, but it's being played in, like, an African style. Or, like, like you hear it on bongos, so it, like, still gives you the Animal Kingdom vibe, but then you're like, oh, my God, they're playing Jingle Bells. Yeah. It's just little things like that, and I just, like, I really like it. Yes, this park is definitely – it's cute, and I like their small touches on different things, too. Like, there's a big dinosaur going into Dino Land, and he has little – Christmas hat on. Actually, I don't know if he has a hat. He has lights, though. He has a hat and a beard. He has a hat. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't picture it. But yeah, I, I, those small touches make it better. Yeah, I agree. I'm a really big fan. And the best spot to be, Sab and I unanimously agree on Animal Kingdom, the best spot at Christmas is... Dinoland! <laughs> You know, the, the spot that they're closing, yeah. Dinoland USA but is like, the place to be. In Dinoland, it's like the back-ish alley to like the Restaurantosaurus. Like that little walkway is like the best thing ever. They have the best Christmas music playing. Like Ali and AJ, Kelly Clarkson, like a Jonas Brothers. Like the most fun, upbeat Christmas music you can think of is playing on repeat in there. All of the characters are dressed for Christmas and have their Christmas outfits on. There's Christmas lights. There's Christmas parties, but the DJ comes out. The, the lights are all over Dino Land. Like, it, it's so weird. I, like, get flustered thinking about it because it's the best spot at Christmas. It's lit up beautifully, and it just makes you feel so festive. Yeah. When we were class members, we were blocked out of pretty much every park, but... 
animal kingdom. And I think that's when we found all of this out. That we were like, what is going on? We rode yeah. the Triceratops spin, which is like the Dinoland version of Dumbo. And we could see everything in Dinoland because it puts you above it. And we were like, this is the most beautiful park right now. Like everything in this area is so great. Yeah. It was, oh my God, it was perfect. And then you had like some of the best food at Restaurantosaurus. You walk out, there's Christmas music. You ride Dino like seven times in a row. Guys, it has no business being as fun as it is. And you know what, though? I have to say, this might be a personality trait of mine. I think you can tell a lot about someone based off what color lights they put on their house. I'm a rainbow lights person. For a white light person, this might not be the best part of the park for you. <laughs> for a rainbow lights person, this part is awesome. Yeah. Did that make sense? I've never thought about it that way. It's like a personality thing. Well, I'm definitely a rainbow lights gal, but I put up white lights. I think I just like the clean stuff. Mm-hmm. But like when I'm out, I want rainbow lights. <laughs> so my cousin for Christmas got me this game. It's from a podcast. It's called Are You Garbage? And you read the card, and, like, if your answer is yes to any of the questions, you're garbage. Oh, my God. And the one question is, do you put rainbow lights on your house? (laughs) I was like, yeah. And every single person in my family that was playing, we were all like, we all put rainbow lights. What do you mean? That's so funny. This game is hilarious. It's like, have you had a Hot Pocket in the last year? Hot Pocket! (laughs) You know, I think I would eat them more if they had just, like, a cheese. But they have all meat in them, right? They sell right. veggie ones, I think. But, yeah, guys. So, because Sab and I are Rainbow Lights people, Dino Land is our favorite part of the park. It's so fun. Now, if you're a White Lights person, Discovery Island in front of the Tree of Life, that might be where you need to go. So, it is beautifully decorated. Absolutely gorgeous. They have... I, I keep saying African style. I don't know if that's the right word because they obviously have an Africa and an Asia section. But they have very Animal Kingdom-esque decor. Like Christmas-themed decor. And one of the things that they have there, they call it the Merry Men- Menagerie. And they are giant Arctic animal puppeteers. They have penguins and polar bears. And it is really really cool and this is the white light section how do you pronounce menagerie menagerie for me it would be menagerie (laughs) that's because you're a rainbow lights person (laughs) i think it's really cute that and i think the people that like are puppeting them are very knowledgeable about the thing that they have like the animal that they have yeah, well, puppeteering is not easy. Mm-hmm. No, and they're they're really cool what they do. And they literally will just walk around the whole Discovery Island section. And they are, like, such a classic wintry look to them. Very, like, whimsical look. And they're just really cool to see. And they only come out around Christmas time. That's really pretty. How many are there of them? That is an excellent question. Because I know for sure. There's penguins, and that's it. There's polar bears. Oh, cute. 
It's all and the wintery animals. They have big polar bears and they have baby polar bears and they have the little penguins that walk around kind of like the little kids' toys that pop while they walk. Yeah. That's what the penguins remind me of, the way that they walk with those. And these things are not small. Like the polar bear is the size of a human. Two. There's two people who operate the polar bear. Oh, I didn't even see that person in the back. Oh, is that a seal? That's so huge. And a wolf. And you can buy a stuffed animal of them in the shop right next to where they do it. Oh, and they have birds and they have deer, like giant reindeer. These are beautiful. They have giant penguins. They have the baby penguins. They have people walking around with instruments who are dressed in the puppeteering attire. Like, the whole thing is beautiful. It's so classic and whimsical. And they use the menagerie to decorate as well. They're like in the garland. So they have hanging up around the area. Freaking gorgeous. Why do I think of that little vacuum toy as a child? The one that pops? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The little popper toy. Oh, you said it. <laughs> yeah. So you walk and it pops as you walk. How funny. We got my nephew one with a duck, and instead of popping, its feet spin around and it quacks. I've seen and that. It's like literally the same thing as the penguins. These are so like so beautiful. Like if I was to do a mural in my house, like Gina's pink wall, I would do like the design on the polar bear on the wall. That would be so cool. And the best part about this too is Animal Kingdom obviously does not have as much stuff going on as other parks as far as rides and things. So this is something that you can really just stop and take the time to take it in and just take in this, these beautiful things that they have out and about for Christmas time. This is the best park to get either a hot chocolate or an adult beverage and just walk around. Like literally just take in everything. Yes, if you're a ride person, obviously ride rides, but like you can walk around this park all day and find all different Christmas stuff and like cool things around the corner, different food options. We're big advocates for Animal Kingdom on a normal day though, so That's none true. of this is anything new. So Animal Kingdom is one of the parks that is decorated everywhere and it's decorated to represent the area, which is why Dino Land is decorated so beautifully. When you go to Asia, you'll see these beautifully decorated Christmas lanterns. Like, it's decorated to each section. Pandora even has some, like, fancy garland going that is, like, similar to their vibes and their styles. One of these episodes, I'm not going to use the word vibes. You got it. It's People fine. understand what you're saying when yeah. you say Good vibes only. Christmas vibes only. Also, just about anywhere you go, you have the opportunity to see Santa Claus. Santa! And I think, is he the one wearing board shorts or is that Typhoon? Have you seen Blizzard him? Beach. He was wearing Blizzard. board shorts at Blizzard Beach. Yeah, he's cre it's creepy. It is just an old man at that point. <laughs> Never seen the Santa on vacation blow-ups? Yeah, I don't like them. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just creeped out by Santa. <laughs> Maybe. Are you afraid of Santa? Were you on the naughty list? Maybe. <laughs> Have you watched the new Santa Claus's show? Not yet. I want to save that an enchantment for the plane to my family. The show is really funny. So most of it. But it's really, it's a really, really cute show. And they refer to the naughty list as the misunderstood list. <laughs> 
Like in a jokey way. They're, he calls okay. it the naughty list, and the one elf goes, um, Sina, we're not really calling it that anymore. We're now calling it the misunderstood list. And they get gifts, too. Oh no! It was hilarious. Sensitive people. For my sense of humor, that was hilarious. Yeah, no, that's definitely for my nice dark sense of humor. So Santa Claus, how I said, you can see him everywhere. He goes through Animal Kingdom on a flotilla, like the other characters. He'll come through a nice little loading cavalcade with Santa Claus. I think it's so cool that they do that. Like, I think if you've it's never great. been to Disney before, and then you just see Santa on a boat, like, I think I'd be like, what? <laughs> I know I am! Also, on these floats are other characters in their Christmas attire as well, so you can see them. I love Pocahontas's like, winter gear. I think that's my favorite outfit of hers. I have to say, all of the princesses' winter gear, those big jackets they put on them that you see in, like, the Christmas parade, they just look so, like, classy. Yeah, that's so warm, too. It has to be so nice. I would love it. It's like a little poncho. Mm -hmm. They usually are like this, and they button here. Bells is always pretty. The red, like the one that she has in the Christmas special. (gasps) That's beautiful. Right? Yellow. Oh, it's red like the rose. And the last kind of section, like Gina touched on earlier, is the Tree of Life does a holiday edition of Awakenings, which I listen to a lot. (laughs) (laughs) On repeat? I think it's just so cool. I also really enjoy the Finding Nemo, like, theme song. Mm. Also, like, my... (laughs) As as she's under her Finding Nemo blanket right now. Um... But yeah, so they do a winter one with the Mary Menagerie. Menageries. Menagerie. 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 Animals. They put them on the tree as well. And then the show does repeat itself. So if you miss it, don't worry. Like you'll see it again. So you can see it from different angles or you can just sit there and watch it all over again because it's really pretty. Really pretty. That's funny. I liked it. I was very, I thought it was only that one night that we were there. Mm-hmm. And then we saw it more and I was like, oh, this must be nighttime show. Thought we got lucky with it. Yeah. They also, in Animal Kingdom, if you're looking for their tree, they are the only park that the tree is outside the park. So you do not have to go into Animal Kingdom if you're trying to see all the trees. How about that? Yeah. So Animal Kingdom, the tree is after security, but before the touch points. Yeah, and they have a lot of, like, the Tree of Life has a lot of hidden characters, so mm-hmm. does the tree. Yes, their Christmas tree is full of characters, and I believe it is the only tree in the parks that has the characters on it, now that I'm thinking about it. If I'm wrong, someone please tell me, but I'm I'm thinking the other ones are just really pretty decorated. Yeah. Hollywood Studios used to have one outside the park, too. I don't know if they still, did they do that still? Right by their the main park. one is inside the park. Yeah. And but I... There was a smaller one, and then with the, like, 90s, early 2000s, remember that, like, film strip? Yeah, that actually was I there know. up until 2018. I have a picture in front of it in 2018. What? Yep. <laughs> they got rid of it after that. 
man. I was probably one of the last people to take a picture in front of me, and I didn't even know it. Yeah, I wish they would just take things away and not let us know, so then we wouldn't be as sad, you know? Yes and no, because they kind of did that with the Tower of Terror sign, and people lost their minds. The billboard, where it goes up and down, and they oh, just, like, yeah. all of a sudden took it down one day. Like, the sign. It had been there since, like, early 2000s. Or you'd be like, that's the real ride. You have to come out of the parks for it. <laughs> Pretty sure we told my sister that. We're like, hold on, Sarah, we're going to pull over. <laughs> Get ready. You're up. You got to climb up there. We're going to slow down. You just got to jump out. <laughs> it's called the tuck and roll. <laughs> but yeah, so besides all of that, there's just fun treats. Lots of life. Lots of Christmas music. It's a very good time at Animal Kingdom. It is. It is so nice. It's such a pretty park. Don't let anyone tell you not to go to it. So how about we take a break from the parks and we go talk about the resorts? Yeah. Yeah. So all 20, how many resorts? 26th? That's what I was about to say. I can name them all. I don't know. I've never counted. 20, 26, I think. 29? 26. 29? <laughs> Is it 29? No, I have no idea. Oh. That's Schmidt from New Girl. I haven't watched it all the way through. I've only seen it randomly. It says there's currently more than 25. So is there 25? Or so there's 26. I win. <laughs> there's 32 resorts and hotels. 22 are Disney owned. Who would, who do I trust? I feel like there's more than 22. 22. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it only matters if I'm right. Okay. So. <laughs> it's not 26, so we're not saying it. So it doesn't matter. So there's a lot to do at the Disney resorts at Christmas time. Even if you are not going into the park, there is so much to see at Christmas and so much to do. One tiny little thing that makes a really big difference, the movies that they do on the lawn. They're Christmas movies leading up to Christmas. So, for instance, you may be able to watch The Santa Claus before Christmas, just out on the big screen. So nice. That'd be so magical. I want to do that. You want to watch a movie outside in Disney? I want to do anything in Disney. That's so fair. And it'd be magical. <laughs> I totally agree with you. So generally the, the big three resorts around the Magic Kingdom monorail loop are the ones that are the most intense that people talk about solely because they're on the monorail loop. They're easier to get to uh, versus the other resorts are, I'm not going to say a difficult time, but some of the parking, you like if you're driving your own car, you Generally, around this time, it's too busy that you have to have a reservation for dinner or an activity or something. Um, some of the, the parking is limited. So that's why, like, those three are the way that they are. And then you get over to Beach Club, and there's, like, a bunch of things over there with Yacht Beach and Boardwalk. And those are what I think of resort-wise. The rest of them, I don't think I really, like, go to, but they have their own trees and activities and food mm-hmm. yeah so every single disney resort at christmas time has a tree and the tree will be themed to their resort the polynesian tree has all of these pretty polynesian flowers on it like 
each resort has a giant tree that's themed to them. Each resort also, the normal children's activities that are going on will have Christmas-themed children's activities. Not every day. Some of them are still going to be normal, but maybe the arts and craft is to decorate an ornament instead of doing tie-dye. Like, there's little things like that that they have. As far as getting around, you also have the Skyliner, which can help you get from A to B very easily. Um, if you have the car, like Seb said, sometimes just having a reservation really will help you. It really depends on the security guard. They're not supposed to let you in unless you have a reservation somewhere. If they have a lounge or a bar there, you can say that that's where you're going. I know we've gone to the boardwalk and just said, we're going to get ice cream, and they let you go in. But that can really depend on the security guard. Technically, they can turn you away. But if you want to go see some gingerbread houses, that is something that's really fun to do at the resorts. There are gingerbread displays. Most famous one is Grand Floridian. This is literally people stand in it to sell you gingerbread. They, it's a little house slash store. So it's so large scale. Let me explain. It's chefs and then it's construction builders. That is how big this thing is. It's insane. It's huge. It's insane. And it smells so good from when the automatic door is open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Oh, you man. see the giant tree first and then you see this ginormous gingerbread house and then you go around and there's people in it and you're like what is going on i think my favorite part about these gingerbread houses that they do is the small details when you look really close at it because in big picture obviously it's phenomenal but then you like get closer and you see these these details and like frosting lines and tiny little hidden mickeys mm -hmm. things in the window it's so cute the one at the Contemporary told you how many Mickeys there were on it. And we stood there forever trying to find them all. All of the hidden Mickeys. Because it was like, oh, this year there are 21 hidden Mickeys. So we stood there trying to find the 21 hidden Mickeys. You start to make them up in your own head. Like, that's you do. <laughs> You're like, that's gotta be one. It totally is. It's three circles near each other. <laughs> are they counting Mickey Mouse? The contemporary one is also large and in charge. It doesn't have someone in it. That one usually is like a flat against the wall one. Also very cool to see right on the monorail loop too. So you can just go ahead right on over. It smells great. Does. Beach Club does the carousel. People are just so talented. It's like those baking shows you watched as a kid that always did the cool theming. I just thought these people were superheroes. I still watch those with my mom. I love them. The last one I saw was like Peter Pan themed. So like people did like a bunch of like fairy themed. It was cool. With gingerbread houses? No, it was just a, I think it was just a cake. Dessert? I would watch the Holiday Baking Championship with my mom. Mm. And those people were scary talented. Talented. And then another resort that has gingerbread, the Boardwalk. Well, last time I saw it, they did a full replica of the Boardwalk. I don't know what they are doing this year. It could be the same thing. That is over at the Boardwalk Resort. You can see that if you go over to Beach Club, you could literally walk right over to it. So that's two gingerbreads, one stone. And last year, there was a gingerbread giraffe at Animal Kingdom. Oh, he, I believe, is back in Animal Kingdom or will be back soon. I also heard that he's going to be back with a baby zebra made out of gingerbread. Mm -hmm. 
So Animal Kingdom Lodge, cool one to go to if you want to see some gingerbread. But as always, guys, check with your resort when you get there if you're staying on property they'll have full list of activities going on and i would almost guarantee you that a bunch of them if you are there from november to december are going to be christmas and holiday themed and you'll be able to find stuff to do which is awesome i agree they also have put the ask disney into the polynesian rooms now they're working on it which means there'll be another hotel soon and you can just ask disney what's going on at your resort, yeah. or I hope that's a, I hope that's a feature of it at least because that seems like it would make the most sense. It's going to be the Alexas that are coming into the Disney resorts. Creepy. But should we end here for today? Yes, we should. As always, you can find our social media at Spill the D Podcast on TikTok and Instagram. Email us if you need anything. Spill the D pod at gmail.com but until next time we will see you at the castle yeah i could get down with that